0: Hello and Happy New Year. I am so excited to be back after a long break and I have something special to announce before I dive into this first episode of 2022. After two years and 46 episodes dedicated to finding joy after miscarriage, I am pivoting this podcast a little bit to serve a broader audience. You might know, if you've been listening to this for a while, that I am living a joyful and fulfilling life without children. I had my own three miscarriages and years of infertility, and there are many, many others out there who need help also living joyfully after miscarriage, after infertility, and, and into a life without children. So, some of those women may have had a miscarriage, and I'm still speaking to those women, but there's also some who have journeyed through long years of infertility, or some who simply haven't found the right partner, or for other reasons don't have children and are struggling. Many I know are suffering through unrecognized grief. Feelings of being very alone in the world and not believing in their inherent worth and value as childless women. And if that's you, I'm here to serve you now and going forward. After a few episodes, I'll be doing solo in the first couple of weeks of the year. I have a great lineup of guests coming onto the show. I'm so excited about what this year has to bring. So I invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so the word can get out to all those childless women who need my help. Okay, on to episode number 47 and the very first of 2022. I want to tell you today about this end-of-year ritual that I've been doing for the past four years, and I really want to share some of it with you. Uh, I think this is actually the fifth year that I did it. So I love to use a book, a workbook, that is called Bridge Your Year, and it's Heather Briggs at Radiate Real who has developed this workbook and it's basically a way to reflect on the past year and then envision the new year coming up and so I typically set aside sometimes even a couple of hours over a couple of days to do this because it's I I spend probably about four hours on it all together and I really just dive into it really focusing in opening up my heart to what occurred over the past year what i learned what i loved what i took away what i want to let go of and then and then envisioning what do i want to bring into the new year what are the things i want to manifest what do i want to achieve it's way more than setting resolutions or setting goals it's it's about envisioning and feeling into what i want the new year to bring so it's a long process as i said it takes me a couple of hours over a couple of days and what i really want to do today is give you a shortened version so that you can have your own ritual and maybe do it quickly. If you don't have a lot of time, we're already, um, by the time this is published, six days into January. And, but if you do want to go and do the full thing, um, I'll put the links in the show notes. It's radiatereal.com and her workbook is right on her homepage. I also love the one that Adrienne Entz does at mayyouknowjoy.com she has an intention setting workbook that is also amazing and takes just a slightly different approach so if you're if you're all in and want to do the the long process those are my two favorites And I would invite you to head over to one of those two websites and grab your copy of their workbooks. But in case you are more inclined to do a shorter version, I would love to share what I have ranked as the top 10 journal prompts for closing 2021 and opening 2022 this should take you maybe about an hour to do and it's not too late to do this even though we're a week into January. I would still recommend that you take some time to reflect on the past year and what you want to bring into 2022. But I would recommend that you try to finish it before the full moon on January 18th. We're just past a new moon and uh, new moons are about what you're bringing in. Full moons are about what you are letting go. Did I get that right? I might have got that backwards. Now I'm doubting myself. Um, anyway, would be good to try to get it done within the next. Would be good to try to get it done within the next uh, couple of weeks. So let's dive into the ten journal prompts. Number one think back through the year and write down all the highlights. What really stands out for you and why do those moments stand out? And they might be good or bad. We tend to focus on the good ones, or at least I do when I go through that particular journal prompt. But there might be some not so great moments that also stand out and I encourage you to get those into your journal as well and reflect on why they are standing out. It might be easier to do this if you actually get your calendar out. That's what I do. I I tend to remember the most recent events and highlights, but I forget about what happened during the beginning part of the year, the first half of the year. So, So you might need a calendar or your your day planner, or whatever you use to record things. And remember that these moments might be big moments, but they also might be small. Some of my favorite moments are super simple, just sitting by the fire with my husband, having a deep conversation with a good friend. Those moments stand out in my mind as well, and they're you know they're not major events they're 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 not fireworks they're just some really great moments so that's number 1 just taking some time to to go through your year and write down all the highlights number 2 what brought you joy what brought you peace some of those positive emotions. It doesn't have to just be joy or peace. It could be laughter, it could be it could be excitement, it could be the the positive emotions. And these also might be moments or they might be things. It might be just a really great cup of coffee from your favorite coffee shop or it could be book that you read what are those things those those things those experiences that really brought you positive emotions so that's number two number three on the flip side of that what brought you pain what were all those moments where you felt sadness or anger or hurt Or disappointment and why do those stand out and maybe what helped you heal in those moments so notice how you got through those moments so that's number three what brought you pain and what helped you heal number four what lessons did you learn or maybe what did you learn about yourself this is an important one and can sometimes be a little tougher to remember these moments. You could, you know, just as as an add-on to number three, what brought you pain, sometimes it's the most painful moments where you also learn your biggest lessons. But you might have also just learned them through reading a personal growth book or from listening to a podcast or hearing someone else speak about a lesson that they learned and suddenly the light bulb goes on for you too. So what were those lessons that you learned throughout the year? What did you learn about yourself, about your inner workings, about your soul? Number five, This might be the most important journal prompt of all. It is so important to recognize what is not serving you any longer. What do you want to let go of? It might be a belief, a limiting belief that's holding you back. It might be an emotion, some anger, disappointment, it might be a person in your life that is, that friendship is no longer serving you. And you might have someone that you need to forgive. So it might be anger or resentment that you need to let go of. I think through the moments or the, the things that you really want to let go of. Things that are no longer serving you that you're just ready to be done with. And write those all down. You can even write those ones on a separate piece of paper and then go outside and burn them. And that's a really common and effective way of letting those go. There's something about actually putting flame to those that really solidifies the, the shedding. So that's number five. What do you want to let go of? What's no longer serving you? And that's kind of the break in the, the journal prompt. So those are all really about reflection on 2021. And the next five journal prompts are more about what you want to bring in to 2022. So journal prompt number six what do you want to experience more of in 2022? And you could go back to journal prop number two, which is what brought you joy, and, and bring more of that into 2022. But I would encourage you to think through the various areas of your life so that you kind of cover all the ground. So think about your relationships. With your family, with your friends, think about your community. Think about your home, your work, or your career, or your business. Think about your health. In in those various areas, what do you want to experience more of? There's there's lots of other areas, by the way, too. I, I definitely that was not an exhaustive list. Um, just as I'm talking, I'm thinking about more there's spirituality, there's personal growth there's maybe your church um there's emotional wellness or mental wellness there's there's lots of different areas of your life you might think of some that that I'm not even mentioning here, so go through those areas and. Think about what you want to experience more of in each of those areas. And now number seven in each of those areas, again, in which of those areas of your life would you really like to grow? So where would you like to perhaps learn a new skill or experience personal growth? Is that? Is it within a relationship that you would like to improve or enhance? Is it within your self-care or your health that you would really like to break through? Is it your spirituality where you'd really like to focus your growth? So think through those areas again and and where and and maybe how would you like to grow? So that's number seven. And what areas of your life would you like to grow? Quick interruption here to talk about creating your best year. We are just over six weeks into 2024 And if you haven't seen any improvement towards getting to your best year ever, even without kids, then you need to download my free guide on how to create it. You will discover what might be standing in the way of your best life. I've got three mistakes in there that you might be making that are keeping you stuck in grief and how you can really tap into what you truly desire in your life. You can get that free guide by going to sherryjohnson.ca slash best year. I will link that up in the bottom of the show notes so you don't have to worry about spelling, but it's sherryjohnson.ca slash best year. It's a free guide. It's going to help you to create your best 2024, a year full of purpose and meaning and joy. So go grab that now and let's get back to the episode now. Number eight, take some time to think about what does your ideal day look like? So if you could completely design your day, and if you had total control over it, how would your day look? And how can you get as close to that ideal day as possible? So take some time to just envision, what does that look like? Begin the first thing in the morning. What does your morning ritual look like? What does your morning routine look like, ideally? How does the first part of your day look like? What would you do at lunchtime? What types of things would you eat? When would you incorporate nature, exercise, yoga, spirituality? How would your afternoon look and the dinner hour and your evening? How would you wind down your day? Take some time to really envision that. And number nine, if you had all the money and the resources you needed, what would you do in 2022? What would you accomplish? What would you purchase? What would you bring into your life? This particular one is not about what you think you can accomplish or what you know you can bring into your life. This one's about dreaming. And I invite you to dream big. Really, you know, write down all those things that you think you can't have. All those things that You don't think you can accomplish. Get them down on paper. Sometimes it's just the simple act of getting those things out of your brain and onto the paper that set the wheels in motion and begin to bring those things to life. So even if you think that it's only in your wildest dreams that you might manifest whatever it is you want to bring into your life. Write it down anyway and get a really clear picture of what all those things are. So that's number nine. Number nine is about dreaming. Number 10, and the last one. This is one that I think can really permeate the rest of your year. And I love to do this. If you were to pick one word to represent 2022, a word that maybe becomes your theme or your mantra or your focus. What would that word be? So I like to just kind of go back through my notes when I come up with my word, and there's always something that just sort of comes to mind. It's almost an instinctual or an intuitive thing. It might be a word that you see on the page somewhere. Or it might just drop in from out of nowhere. trust your instincts here and and go with go with your intuition, go with the word that just seems to kind of come to you and write that word down. Maybe write it on a sticky note and put it on your computer so that you remember it and allow the energy of that word to come into your life each and every day of the year. So that was the last one, picking a word to represent the year ahead of us. If you plan to do this little ritual, and I would highly recommend that you do. It it changes it changed my life really. And I I actually I keep my my booklet on my desk and I revisit it at least at the beginning of every month, but I try to do it more often than that and and I'm beginning to realize how important it is to just keep revisiting it. Um so I would really encourage you to do that. So if you if you do this little exercise, keep it handy, keep your answers handy. And review them from time to time throughout the year so also if you plan to do this I have a few suggestions for you for getting yourself set up to get the most benefit from these 10 questions so number one make sure you have at least an hour of uninterrupted time this is something that you really want to be present for and you don't want to be interrupted it really interrupts the flow it's a very intuitive process it's one where you'll need to open up your heart and the moment someone knocks or or comes in or you need to go back into the real world even momentarily can completely break break the flow and and close up your heart again so see if you can find an hour of uninterrupted time in a space where you won't be interrupted by the outside world. Get yourself a beautiful journal or a notebook or even just a few pieces of paper will do just fine if you don't have something readily available. I usually have some essential oils to use topically or to diffuse. Frankincense is one of my favorites to connect to my soul, to connect to my higher power, frankincense just seems to help me open up my heart and, and get at what my soul wants to come through on the paper. I sometimes choose a crystal. I love my rocks. I have always have a few on my desk, and so I'll choose one of those to accompany me on my my ritual lighting a candle might be something that you like to do that can kind of open and close your your ritual or your ceremony if you'd like some music in the background check out my love and loss zen playlist on spotify i can link to that in the show notes as well so you don't have to go looking for that it's a pretty well it's very zen and relaxing and soft and uh, so that's a nice one to do this kind of work too. make sure you have lots of water your favorite hot drink tea or a hot chocolate whatever it is that you love to drink and then start the process by closing your eyes taking a few deep breaths to really center into your space and then open up your heart and begin writing So that's it. An abbreviated version of my year-end ritual. I really would love to see you do this. Come back here and comment. Tell me what you got out of it. I would love to hear how it goes. Um, Or head over to my Instagram account and tell me there. And yeah, I would really love to hear how it goes for you. This is such, I think it's become such an important ritual for me and I hope that you'll find the same benefit yourself and I'll also prompt you throughout the year to just revisit that um that's something that as I mentioned earlier that that I do and so maybe you need a little bit of a reminder which I do myself so so I will do that from time to time So, thank you so much for being here to start off the year. I hope that you have a beautiful 2022. I hope that it's a joyful and fulfilling year for you. If you need more help with living joyfully and fulfilling, Um, a positive life as a childless woman stick with me i'm gonna have lots more to come this year and i'm so excited for the guests i have on tap for you so come back next week for another episode see you then